I first started my journey, I would hear the word shalom all the time. And I thought it meant hello. Because that's just the way that I would see people use it, you know, just automatically. Until I started to do more and more Bible study. Um, and I would go into the Strong's Accordance and I would see that it meant peace be with you. And I would start to use it too, you know, I always tell people, you know, shalom, shalom. And, uh, well, I want to talk today about God's peace. The other one was about God's grace, but God's grace and God's peace is kind of different. And I want to just explore that for a minute. God's grace is God's forgiveness, right? It's God. It's God's understanding of our errors and our mishaps. God's peace is when life comes to rock you, literally rock you. And you can withstand the storm because you trust God and you know that God is going to come through for you. So there has been many, many, many times that God's peace had been shown throughout the scriptures. Now, as you know, I don't really plan these episodes or anything like that, but I just can recall sometimes off of a scriptural text. So for example, there was a time where Moses was pleading with Pharaoh for him to let the Hebrew people go out of captivity, right? And Pharaoh refused to listen. So God sent plagues. One of the plagues required for the Hebrew people to make a sacrifice of a lamb and put the blood over their door for protection, right? But it was some serious demonic spirits that were released. And it's like when they seen the blood, they couldn't pass through, right? But just kind of think about it. Think about yourself being a Hebrew man, woman, or child at this time. Because they knew, right? They low-key knew that their God was coming to, to avenge for them, right? But they still slept in peace. They slept. They went right to sleep at, the, at their normal time after they followed the, the instructions that Moses gave them. And in the morning, they were good. They really were good, right? Think about the period of time right before Jesus was about to be crucified. Not once do we see Jesus acting frantic, Jesus having anxiety, nothing like that. Jesus had God's peace, even though um, scripture says that, you know, he kind of like lamented and was very sad about what was about to happen to him, you know, when he got the revelation. But other than that, he was brave, right? And he had this inner peace of God's wisdom and God's understanding. Think about... Think about Joseph, right? Where Joseph was sold into slavery and ended up into jail mad times, an innocent person in jail mad times. And you didn't see Joseph acting up. You barely seen him pleading for himself. 
He was just there, you know, just existing. And so many other disciples, uh, Peter, right? Peter went through that. Paul went through that. Like a lot of them were in these situations where the pressure was on, but they had this inner peace. Now, granted, sometimes, you know, Peter would do his own thing, but I'll put him in there because he had been in a lot of circumstances where he was pressured, he was tested, and he didn't lose his cool. Well, maybe except <laughs> maybe except that time that that they came to get Christ and uh, Peter Peter drew his sword and Christ was like, "Yo, bro, just chill. It's okay. I gotta go." <laughs> um, but yeah, like God's peace is a stillness that is built inside of us once we decide to align ourselves with the Holy Spirit and allow Jesus to become our teacher. Many people will look to to God or look to Jesus or look to the Holy Spirit and sometimes be upset that their lives are so chaotic, that things are going wrong, that they're not getting their way, that they didn't get that loan or they didn't get that job or you know, there's there's chaos or conflict. But what they don't understand is that those things, while we are living in a place where evil is rampant, those things are a part of the norm. They're a part of the norm. And it takes training yourself to develop a certain peace that will help you withstand the storms, right? No matter how severe the storm is. And the thing about having God's peace is that you know that it is your right to have it, but it is also your duty to make sure that you do not disturb the peace of others. And I guess when I, you know, recall on my psychosis journey, that's one of the reasons why I kept running from state to state, running from house to house, because I just refused to be the cause of chaos, the cause of havoc. Like, I refused because I... I understand chaos and pain all too well. And I'd rather have taken it out on myself than taken it out on the people who I love or those around me who are trying to help. God's peace is when you can live in an apartment that you were supposed to be evicted months ago. Months ago. And live there in peace and use the amenities in peace and go outside in peace and ride the bus in peace. And that's God's peace. You're chilling because you know that there is nothing that man can do. When it's time for you to render what belongs to Caesar, render it. Okay, and so that this doesn't make or break me. That's why God says that the lover of the world is an enemy of him. Because if you love the world and you love the things, when these things get taken or destroyed, you're going to be destroyed. And you are going to be those type of people who are double-minded. There's nothing more dangerous than a double-minded man. Either you love the Lord or you don't. Because if you love the world, then you don't love materialistic things. And that includes money. God's peace... God's peace is remarkable. God's peace is being hungry for days on days, not knowing where your next dollar is going to come from, not knowing how you're going to make a way, not, not getting a new job for months, not, not having nothing, 
nothing, if anything, even losing things, and you're still at peace. You may be sad. You may be sad. You may lament. You may cry. You may be very unhappy with the circumstance, but you still show up in whatever way, shape, or form, even if it's for you to show up and be quiet, for you to show up and shut up. That is God's peace. God's peace is even when you are somewhere and you are filled with anxieties and worries and fears that eventually you will sleep, you will get rest. That is God's peace. And a lot of us, again, we don't have it because when we are not at peace, we are quick to bring somebody else down to that, to make somebody else feel our pain. We're quick to do that because that's the only little bit of power that we think we have in life. But no, the power that you have is the power of self-control. The power to dictate that you are not going to be the one that hurts somebody. You are not going to be a perpetrator today. You are not going to be a, 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 a vicious lion looking for a prey. That you are going to withstand your storm and trust that God is going to bring you out. And you don't have to bring other people down when you are in a storm. You don't have to do that. And I feel like that was a part of my test because my the voices, the voices and the visions, the hallucinations were so bad. It's like it wanted me to fight somebody. It wanted me to take my anger out on somebody. It wanted me to hurt somebody. It wanted me to cause conflict because they know I don't cause conflict. I mind my business. I say to myself, I live my life. I have a good time even if I have nothing. I could have nothing and I'll be living my best life because of the peace that is instilled with me through God, through Jesus through knowing that the Holy Spirit got my back, through knowing that there is thousands and thousands of angels watching, guiding, protecting. Not many people have that peace or even have access to it because it is so chaotic in their lives, in their minds, in their hearts, and in their souls. But you have to cast your fears, your worries, your doubts aside. Cast them and give them to God. Let God help you. Let God be there for you. Let God take on that burden. Because literally, there'll be times that you can't do a, you can't do nothing. You can't do a thing. Nothing. There is nothing that you can do to fix a certain situation. And that is God showing you, I am God and you are man. You follow me. I don't follow you. Literally, we'll take everything from you. We'll strip you of everything. You won't even be able to make a move. You won't be able to do nothing just for God to show you that God is king, that Jesus is king, and that you need to relinquish the stress and the burdens and let God fix it. Let God make a way. Let God heal the situation. Let God heal the land. Let God heal your body. Let God heal your mind. But you can't do that if you're always combative, if you're always looking for chaos or you are the chaos. My spiritual battle wanted me to be the chaos, and I just refused. I refused. That is not my life. Not anymore. I don't walk around looking for problems. I don't walk around looking for somebody to have a, a conflict with. I don't walk around slamming doors or, or, or just being careless. I don't do things like that. 
because that's annoying. It is annoying to be the person who is always associated with drama, gossip, and, and, and problems. Maybe five or six years ago, yeah, you probably could catch me as that person before I got saved, before I believed in God, before I believed that God would make a way for me. But now you can't even pay me to be that way. I don't even like to go to certain parties, certain places, certain things. If I know that there's going to be chaos there, I'm not coming. I'm not coming. That's not my vibe. That's not my timeline. There are people with, I mean, inner turmoil. So bad that all they want to do is spread it to other people. All they want is negative attention. They want to argue with you. They want to yell at you. They want to fight you just to get your attention because that's all they're looking for is attention. They're having a temper tantrum. And unfortunately, you might be on the end of it if you don't have God's inner peace enough to just walk away and let them have it. Have that battle. You won. You wanted to fight and argue. You won. You wanted me to miss one of the biggest opportunities in my life to be a part of something grand while you won. Congratulations. You want to sabotage? You want to destroy? You want to play the enemy? Okay, well, do it great. Nobody's playing that game with you. I'm not losing the peace of God for man. I refuse. And that means man and woman. I refuse. I don't care who you are. You will not shake me. You will not shake me and you will not break me because my strength comes from the Lord. Me personally, I don't have no strength. I'm tired. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of humans. I'm tired of people being sneaky and, and, and stealing and robbing and lying. I'm tired of the evil wickedness in this world. I'm personally tired. But my strength, my courage, the bravery, it comes through God. It comes through Jesus Christ because I don't have none. The fruit of the Spirit comes through Jesus Christ. Because if it was up to this cold, nasty world, I would be nasty and evil just like everybody else. Vicious. Hater. Envy. Greedy. Just like everybody else. But that's not me. I'm the exact opposite. Every bit of strength that I get is from the Most High. And from God's teachings and from Jesus' teachings. God's peace is what helped me sleep at night when I felt like my world was caving in. God's peace is what helped me to relax my mind when my mind was going through the craziest roller coaster I've ever been on in my life. It was God's peace that allowed me to stay still when I wanted to jump out of my own damn skin. It is God's peace that allows me to see my enemies get together, gather together to plot, plan, steal, and kill on me and not take no vengeance out on them and not do nothing. No, I have God's peace. I don't care what nobody is doing. And you shouldn't care either. So what? They always going to plot. They always going to scheme. Scripture says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Scripture says, scripture says if, if God be for me, then who can be against me? That's all that matters. 
people are broken people are sad people are 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 just miserable and don't know how to get out you get out through god you get out through just letting it go forgive forgive people for once forgive you walk around with all this pain and all this fury every day let it go so what if that situation happens so what you think you're the only one going through pain all of us is going through pain all of us have been through trauma. All of us have had people turn their backs on us. All of us have been betrayed before. All of us have been lied to before. All of us have been stolen from before. You are not the only one. Everybody is going through pain. Everybody is going through something. I don't care how much money somebody has. You think that they have a perfect life? They don't have nothing if they don't have the peace of God. They have nothing. Why do you think we see so many millionaires committing suicide, jumping off buildings? If they had the peace of God, you think they'd be jumping off a building? Why do you see so many of these communities that claim that they for God have all this drama and chaos and hate crimes? Not that, not that they deserve it, but because when you don't have the peace of God, you don't care to give it to nobody else. You don't care to be a, a, a strength in the community for other people. Nobody deserves hate crimes. But if you have an inner hatred towards other people in any way, shape, or form, evil will come back for you in, in whatever way. And just because somebody is calling it a hate crime, that doesn't mean that God is still not watching us and still not seeing what we're doing and how we're acting and how we're treating the communities that we're residing in. Don't get played. So many of us claim God, God, God this, God that. But when it's time for us to show the God that we believe in, all of a sudden, the, our pain matters more than being a good person. All of a sudden, all of the fruit of the Spirit becomes the poison of the Spirit. All of a sudden, you don't remember how to be a good person. You don't remember how to be kind. You don't remember how to be humility. You don't remember how to be humble. You don't remember none of that stuff. All you remember is how to be evil and prideful and wicked and wishing the downfall on other people. You really think that God's not going to see that? At some point, you have to stop. At some point, your evil schemes have to stop. They have to come to an end at some point. Because if not, God will bring you to an end. And God will give his peace to those who want it since you don't. Someone's inner chaos can be so contagious that one person can bring down a whole room, a whole vibe, a whole party, a whole scene. One person. We've all seen it before. That one cousin that gets too drunk and gets sloppy even though nobody's getting hurt, just seeing this person sloppy is embarrassing and it makes everybody feel uncomfortable. God's peace is free, but you have to be willing to let go of all that hurt and guck that you're holding on to. Let it go. You're not the only one who's been hurt. Your pain is not the only pain that, that floats around the whole world. Everybody has pain. What are you doing with your pain? Instead of trying to take it out on somebody, trying to find a new victim to make them feel your pain, why don't you go be a grown-up and go get help? Go get help. If you feel like you need to be just this little storm over everybody's life, then why don't you just go get help? Go get help. Go get counseling. 
Everybody else is crazy except you. Go get counseling. Go get help. Heal. Set yourself free. Nobody has beef with you except you. You're the only person that got beef with, with, with everybody and everything and, and the whole world. You're the only person that see the whole world as a, as a bad place, a wicked place, a this, that. Oh, this person want to fight. That person, nobody wants to fight, bro. You, you want to fight everybody because it's you. It's you who your spirit is overflowing with hatred. It's you. Everybody else is minding their business. But you don't have to live that way. You need to face your traumas, face whatever went down, face all those bad words, face all those bad actions that people took towards you to hurt you, and you need to let them go. There's nothing that we can do about the past. Nothing. Let it go. Let it go and move on. The worst thing that you want to do is be God's enemy while God is giving other people peace. That's the worst thing you want to do. So think twice and know that there is a way out. Give the burdens to God. Let God help you. Stop trying to take take out vengeance. Stop trying to make other people pay for the sins of, of the father, the sins of the mother, the sins. Like, okay, okay. Okay, so now I have to pay for your sins and mine's and this person's and I, no, 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 no. Take accountability, grow up, get help, get on your knees and pray to God. Pray to God for help. Pray to God for forgiveness. Pray to God for a way out. Because all these burdens are your own. They're not nobody else's burden. Nobody else gave you this burden. You want this burden and now you holding it down. You holding your sadness down. You done built the whole fort. You done built the whole tower of Babel on your on your sadness and on your guilt instead of just letting it go. Let that guilt go. Guilt is demonic. If, if Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and, and died while we were still sinning, then obviously you could let that guilt go. Let it go. Stop letting guilt penetrate you to the point to where now you went from feeling guilty to now now you're doing evil again. Like, let it go. Set yourself free by letting God help you. Let God sit down with God and write. Sit down with God and cry. Sit down with God and have a cup of coffee. Sit Sit down with God and have tea. Sit down. Sit down. And not with no friend or talking no gossip, not with no this, no, no. Sit down by yourself and allow God to have a conversation with you and stop running. Stop running. God is trying to give you his peace, but he can't give you the peace in, in chaos. That doesn't make sense. You need the peace so that when the chaos comes, you good. You already got your equipment. I love y'all. And until next time.